So first thing is to put your left hand down, then your right hand on top of that, and then sit up straight, close your eyes. And we'll watch our breath for about three, four minutes. So just watch your breath going in and out, which is to be aware of the feeling of the breath inside of your nose. Okay. So try to feel the breath inside of your nose as it comes and goes. Don't try to control it. Now take refuge, which is to, tonight we'll think about uh, Buddhist path and how fortunate we are to find it.
And think about bodhicitta. Imagine that you're already enlightened being and think how much you could help the people around you if you could read their minds, see their future. If you could appear to them in any useful form at all, what would it be like? Next invite a holy being like your Lama or the Dalai Lama or any holy being to come in the room and meditate with you. Imagine that you're inviting them from wherever they are right now. They're going to come and sit down in front of you. Think about that person's good qualities, one or two specific good qualities, and in your mind, uh, bow down to them. make some offering to them, some precious thing, uh, especially your own spiritual life practice, something specific good that you did today or are going to do later today.
next think about some negative thing you did today or said or thought about someone and, and purify it think about the trouble it will cause you Now think about something positive you did, something good, and be happy about it. ask for teachings, formal teachings, and also the teachings you get from your friends and the people who try to hurt you. Ask the teachers to stay in your life and all your friends, your good friends, the ones who are trying to live a spiritual way also. That's the end of the preliminaries. If you need to shift around a little bit, you can do now. If you need to scratch something. <coughs> we'll start again. Back to your breath.
I'm going to do a meditation. Um, that's a very good meditation for when you're feeling anxiety or depressed or or you're not sure of yourself. It's called a gratitude meditation, Karintaya. And uh, this is how it goes. First you think about gratitude for yourself and your past life that got you here. So in your past life, you worked very hard. The person in your past life worked very hard to be a good person, to study a lot. And that's the reason you met the Dharma in this lifetime. Uh, the last person you were was very devoted, very intelligent, very holy person, and that's why you got here. And think about them, think about what they might have been like, and try to think about some kind of appreciation for them and, and thank them. So try to imagine what the person was like in your last life that got you here. They must have been very, very good. Out of millions and millions of Americans, you you have met some kind of path, you have some kind of hope for your life that many, many other people don't have. He must, he or she must have done a very wonderful job and try to think of what they were like, imagine what they were like that got you here and thank them. Next, think about the kindness of your mother, especially we're going to concentrate now on they, they made a decision to bear you. They, and they, they were giving up a lot. A, a woman changes a lot when she has a child and it's a lot of suffering for her. And they are mentally, they're understanding that their life is going to change permanently and they don't have as much time to themselves anymore and all of their time will be taken up by this child and whether your parents were good to you or bad to you it doesn't really matter the the fact that your mother took the time took at least took those nine months ten months of suffering 
uh, to bear you and, and, and went through that suffering for you, especially the suffering of birth, then regardless of whether your co- parents were good to you or bad or whether your mother was noble or not in this life, uh, everyone here, their mother went through tremendous pain, suffering, and uncertainty to bear you and think about it and appreciate them and thank them for it. It's important here to know that that mother, good or bad, granted you a body and and human body in this realm is built perfectly for tantric practice. And they gave you that body. So whether they loved you a lot or not or whether they were kind to you or not, they took the pain to give you birth and the body they gave you is, is your ticket to enlightenment in this life and thank them for it. Now think of your father, no matter how close you were, that he helped make you, and almost everyone here, their father probably supported their mother, helped support their mother, and helped support you when you were young. To feed a person day after day, to think all day long how to feed them, the trouble and the the responsibility uh, was taken by someone. And think about father and your mother that way, that they, in my, in my generation, especially your father had to work and was responsible for feeding everyone and, and had that responsibility 24 hours a day in their mind and thank them for that.
and then think about your first teachers, like grade school teachers, and pick one or two that was particularly kind to you, good to you, taught you many things. Where I grew up, they didn't get paid much, and they had too many children in the class, and where I grew up, they had to work late hours at home to finish all the lessons, and think about one or two teachers that you had that that helped you a lot and be grateful to them and think about the work and the trouble they took for you. In where I grew up, being a teacher was they were the paid less than the, anyone, even the garbage men in in Phoenix. It was a joke that the teachers were paid less and they didn't have enough money to live on practically and and they had to grade papers late into the night and where I grew up and thank them and think about them. Good or bad, whether your experience in school was good or bad, they they gave you the ability to read and write and many in many cultures no one would have cared uh, to do that at all and be grateful for that. And then think about the people involved in your early life when you heard about religion. Maybe you didn't have someone, but if you did have someone, think about them. If not, think about your parents. Where did you first hear about the idea of of another world, like a heaven or something like that? Or When did you first hear stories about spiritual masters like Jesus, Moses, whatever? Someone uh, told you about them. Someone shared those things with you. Whether they were a great teacher or not, whether they were personally uh, a good person or not, it doesn't matter. Someone uh, put the seed in your mind about holy beings, uh, great beings, uh, who did something special with their lives. And think about those people that taught you those things. Try to think of one or two specific people who first taught you about spiritual things, even if it was just maybe superficial or something, but they they put in your mind the seed that's ripening now. 
and thank them. Think about your later teachers, high school, college, if you had teachers that were very influential, teachers that helped you to refine your, your worldly knowledge. Think about them and be grateful to them. Pick one or two of the great ones. Someone who taught you something special.
think about friends you had when you were younger. Maybe a boyfriend or a girlfriend or maybe a close friend of the same sex, but someone who uh, was a good influence on you, someone who uh, you talked about spiritual things or uh, talked about right or wrong or someone who had a a good influence on you personally, someone with a, a good attitude in life, someone with a pure mind that that was close to you and, and helped you get here. One or two of your close friends from your high school or college times. Thank them for that. Now think of people who have employed you in your adult life, uh, one or two. Americans have a tendency to see it as because the employer was getting some service out of you, you, you don't need to be grateful to them or they were making money or profit from you, from your work and so they are somehow uh, bad people or, or self-interested people. But a Buddhist should look at these people and, and say they helped me, they took responsibility to have a business and to run a business so that I could work there and, and I could f make a living. And if you've ever been an employer, it's often the case that they work much harder and have much more trouble and more pain from the whole operation than you did. And thank them for that and that's a Buddhist way of looking at it that they were actually working for you and they took responsibility to to provide a job for you and, and to give you a chance to work and feed yourself and your family and be grateful to them and, and Buddhists in this meditation especially try very hard to see them as as having been very kind and to provide you with the chance to to make a living
next uh, part of the meditation is to think of all the people who, whose work and sweat and blood gives you life. All the people working in stores, all the farmers working to grow things, the doctors who have trained for most of their lives to, to treat you, uh, people making roads for you, people making houses for you. Think of all the support systems. Don't think of it in an American way. Oh, they're trying to make money off me. They got paid to do that. Uh, don't think of it that way. Try to, in this meditation, it's very important to think of all those people in the world working for you because they love you and they they take pride in producing what they produce so that you can use it and that you can live. And And whether you see it that way now or not, try to imagine that all these people are working for you, specifically for you, so that when a farmer grows some crops, it's because they, they're thinking of you eating it. And, and when your doctor was in school and spending all the money to learn what he or she learned, they were doing it so they could treat you. And, and when you go to a deli or when you go to a grocery store, those people are standing there all day on their feet waiting for you to come so they can serve you and be grateful to them and thank them and, and fight the state of mind that says oh they're just doing that for their own self-interest or to make money imagine that they are consciously standing there or working their whole lives spending the strength of their bodies to serve you and to make sure you are clothed and fed and housed Spending their lives, spending the strength of their bodies. Now think of the Dharma teachers you've had, the people who taught you about Dharma. And they brought into your life for the first time some hope, uh, some clear path that you could make your life meaningful in a higher way and think about them and be grateful to them.
now think about all the lamas of our lineage, of our tradition, and think about hundreds and hundreds, thousands and thousands of teachers and students who've passed it on generation to generation. They're about 20 years apart. All the way back to the Buddha, two and a half thousand years. Imagine a great mass crowd of people who have taken the time and spent their lives trying to pass these things down, trying to keep them pure. And each one went through his or her own suffering to find the Dharma. Each one spent years and years trying to learn it. Each one started out knowing nothing. Uh, each one struggled. Each one had doubts. Uh, each one worked hard uh, to learn meditation, study, understand these things. Think of thousands and thousands of teachers and students, lamas and their disciples for thousands of years. Each individual struggling to learn Dharma and then learning it and then passing it on to the next generation. And be grateful to them. last part of this meditation is you imagine yourself in the future enlightened an enlightened being uh, with a beautiful holy body it's like made of pure light and the most exquisite thing you can imagine and imagine that you're already like that and everything around you is crystal and pure and shining and, and you're looking back at the path what you went through and uh, you're looking at yourself now you know struggling to practice properly uh, struggling to learn things you don't really understand very well struggling against uh, millions of years of bad mental habits and mental afflictions trying to uh, fight your way out of that kind of being into the holier being and imagine that you're already the holier being and you're looking back at what you are now you're looking back at this person now and you're grateful for their work and their efforts and all their doubts and all the trouble they're taking to try to learn Dharma and 
and how much harder it is for them now than it is for you. You see, you're already enlightened and you're looking back at yourself now appreciating all the the trouble and the struggle that this person is doing to try to get themselves enlightened and you're grateful to them. So be grateful for yourself now. A person who is not pure and a person who is not good and is trying to be and those people are working much harder and struggling much more than even enlightened beings. So the enlightened being is looking back and being grateful to this person. Be grateful about yourself that at least you're trying so hard. The last part of the meditation, the closing of the meditation is to focus again on the holy being who's sitting in front of you. And ask them to stay in your heart and they start to rise up in the air. And they get smaller and smaller. They're coming towards the top of your head. And then they're sitting very lightly at the top of your head and they're, they're only an inch or two inches high. And now they're facing the same way that you're facing. You could feel them resting on your head. And then they start to dissolve into your head and they're very, they become very, very tiny like a pea. And they're coming straight down your spine. Just in front of your spine. And prepare for them a place at the level of your heart, like a small chamber behind your heart, closer, about half an inch in front of your spine, at the level of your heart and make a nice, beautiful, little 
chamber for them with a lotus flower and a wonderful seat made of the sun's light. Fragrant. And ask them to come stay there inside of you. And they do, and they're very, very happy, very, very pleased with you. Because you are practicing Dharma in the hardest of times. There's very little Dharma in the world. And you're trying to overcome habits that are thousands or millions of years old, old in your own heart. And you're really struggling against great odds to practice this path. And and they're very, very pleased and they're happy with you. And then you ask them for their blessing and they grant it and you can feel like light seeping through your veins and strength and help from them. And then we'll do a a short dedication. We'll do a prayer.